there, and welcome to the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. I'm your host, Marley Sievers. With four years of high school coaching experience, six years of experience as an instructor and choreographer for the National Cheerleaders Association, and over a decade in the cheerleading industry, join me as we navigate through the world of high school coaching together. Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is going to be more of a get to know me kind of Q&A. I posted on social media trying to get some questions for this Q&A and I'm going to answer them so you guys can get to know me a little bit better. I feel like a lot of my episodes have been all about how I would handle coaching situations, how I have in the past, certain topics in coaching and in teams, and I just wanted to take a moment to share a little bit about myself and allow you guys to get to know me a little bit better. So with that, we're just going to go ahead and get started. Our first question is, what's your secret to help cope with stress? I personally don't have one secret to it. I feel like at times when I can tell I'm being put under an immense amount of stress, I tend to take it out on other people unintentionally and project onto them, which is a very bad habit. So when I realize I'm doing that, I like to take three deep breaths to kind of refocus and reprioritize what's happening in that moment or in that situation. And I feel like that helps me kind of recenter and figure out what is actually important in that moment versus dwelling on what's stressful. I also have other methods of coping with stress like taking a long bath and staying off of my phone. Like I will leave my phone in the other room for two or three hours in order to relax and try to get whatever's happening off of my mind. I like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to an audiobooks, like whatever works, light a candle. Like those are the things that I do in order to manage stress in my life. The next question is what has been the biggest challenge that I have faced so far is, and I didn't clarify whether this was in coaching or in personal life, but in coaching, I have talked about challenges I've had with parents and the biggest challenge I have had was mentioned in that cyberbullying episode, episode two. Check it out if you haven't heard it yet. I will link it in the show notes so that you can go listen to that. But yeah, having that situation with parents was the biggest challenge of my coaching career and I thought I was going to be done after that, like completely but I couldn't stay away from it. I love the kids too much. I love the sport too much. I just am happy where I'm at, and I'm glad that that situation didn't keep me from coaching and changing the lives of young athletes, which is something that I aspire to do, and I aspire to be a great role model for them. One of the biggest challenges I faced in my personal life was probably moving states. Like, I know that that's not really a big challenge, but I've lived in one state my whole life, and over this last year, I've kind of been in a state of limbo of not knowing where to call home. So I finally settled into a place, but within the last year, I've literally had five different home addresses. Shout out to Percy for letting me live with her in the process of moving. I lived with my grandparents. I also had an apartment and now I'm in a house, but I will say that's the biggest challenge I've had because I haven't been used to moving ever and 
I had to live out of boxes for a whole year and now it's nice to be able to kind of unpack, relax and make a space my home. Where do I see myself in five years? Well, five years from now, I hope to finally have a college degree. I will probably still be coaching and working for NCA in five years. That would probably be my 11th summer on staff, which would be amazing. And I would probably, hopefully, still have this podcast and be working on it. I want to expand this into a business and maybe start a nonprofit with some of the proceeds. I haven't thought too much about it, but I know that I want to use this as a means to help others. What motivates me? I've talked a lot about intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. I feel like motivation for me comes from within. With intrinsic and extrinsic motivation, I would recommend checking out episode six, all about motivation. I will also link that in the show notes. But for me, motivation comes from within. I don't feel like There are key motivators that are external that really help me to stay on task or do what I have to do. I need to tell myself to do those things and to be disciplined for those things in order to accomplish my goals and to stay motivated. There are times where at work, for example, being told you're doing a good job motivates you a little bit more to do those things, but truly I get my motivation from within. What has been my biggest failure? Well, I feel like my biggest failure I've learned from and I don't let it define me, so I'm happy to talk about this, but it was with education. When I started my college career, I went through a period of time where I had to have surgery and got distracted in my first semester of college, wasn't able to drive to and from campus, didn't ask for help, and kind of just let my grades slip. I ended up failing every class that semester. And then I took a year off. So now I'm still in school. It's kind of put me back a little bit, but I'm still working towards a degree. I've changed majors several times, but I'm getting somewhere and I'm proud of me. So that's been my biggest failure. I felt like it was because I let it define me for a short period of time. I thought I was never going back to college. But now that I'm back in school, I'm a straight A student with a 4.0. So I'm not to brag, but I know I can do those things and failure doesn't define you. How do I spend my free time? Most of my free time is spent coaching um, outside of work and outside of school. But other than that, if it's during the summer, I like to go hiking and spend time outdoors. If it's during the winter, do anything like ice skating or maybe just stay inside and watch a movie. I am kind of a homebody when the weather is cold, so that's what I like to do. Or work on this podcast because I've been feeling motivated, more motivated lately, to get it done, get it edited, and get it posted as soon as possible because I want this to grow, and the only way it's going to do that is if I continue to work on it. What did I want to be when I was younger? When I grew up, um, I originally wanted to be a secret agent because Kim Possible was all the rage when I was young. And after that, I wanted to become an actress. And after that, I changed my career ideas many times, but mostly a secret agent or an actress slash movie star. What is my favorite holiday? I would say Thanksgiving 
because I love food and I love making pumpkin pies every single year. I used to make at least four a year, and there was one year in which I made eight and gave four to my friend's grandma. That was fun. I really love making pumpkin pies every single year. It's a tradition. After that, I'd say Christmas and Halloween. This time of year is my favorite. Do you have any pets? I would say I've got two. The first would be my family dog, Archie. He is a pugapoo, and he is just a crazy personality. He's got an Instagram if you want to check him out, at Archie the Pugapoo. And then the second one is Caesar. He's a Shiba Inu. Um, He also has a great personality. He's kind of a spoiled little baby, but I love him very much, and... He also has an Instagram if you want to check him out at Caesar the Sheba. And yes, I'm the type of person who makes Instagrams for their pets, but it's mostly just for fun and to document cute pictures I take. If I could change one thing about my life, what would it be? I'm going to give the generic question and say that I wouldn't change a thing. I think that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be and the world works in the way it's meant to. I... I'm grateful for the experiences I've had and where they've led me. What is something I'm proud of? Well, my team is something that I'm proud of. I feel like they succeed every single day in small victories. I'm also very proud of the relationships I've built with my friends and family and that I'm actually sitting down and getting to work on this podcast. What's on my bucket list for this year? Well, it's crazy to think that this year is almost over. I definitely want to go on at least one more vacation. What skill do I wish I had? I will say that I've been practicing this one a little bit more and trying to gain this skill, but the art of letting go. I tend to dwell on things a lot and it's not good for me. It's not good for anybody. So letting stuff go as soon as it enters your mind and as soon as it starts to make you overthink, let it go and I'm going to try to do better at that. How do I wish to be remembered? I wish to be remembered as somebody who inspired others, as somebody who is a good role model, and as somebody who always put their best foot forward and worked hard in everything they did. All right, the next question that I have is how to avoid burnout. I actually listened to a podcast episode the other day talking about how to avoid burnout, and The ways that I do it are just to make sure I'm taking time for myself, again, reprioritizing what is important, as if I am managing stress like I had described earlier. I think it's important to make time to relax and unwind, even if that means saying no to plans with friends and family. But yeah, the Six Steps to Alleviate Burnout by Sahara Rose is the podcast episode I recently listened to on this. She talks about reassessing where is the burnout coming from, basically. So reassessing what is draining your energy in your life, replenishing, what does it look like for you? How do you replenish your energy? For me, that would be, again, trying to decompress after a long day. Rest is the third step. Then re-energize, refill, and realize are the last three steps that she talks about and she goes into it kind of explain what each step is or how she does each step and I can link that podcast in the show notes as well. I just thought it was applicable to that question. But personally how I avoid burnout is just get as much rest as possible. 
and trying to catch myself before I get to the point of resentment towards whatever I'm working on. Let's say, for example, I'm stressed and burnt out from work. I need to have more gratitude around it, take some time off so that I can come back more neutral and more positive about the situation and about my work experience. How do I think other people would describe me? I feel like other people would describe me as busy and hardworking. There's been periods in my life where I've had four or five part-time jobs and school going on at the same time. Although I'm pretty good at time management, I really like to be busy and sometimes it's hard to juggle my time that way by overbooking myself. But I do think that being busy is something that I like to do to occupy my mind and occupy my time. Okay, one more question. It is, what is my biggest fear? And as it pertains to coaching, I don't know, social media, podcasts, all of this stuff, it would be the fear of judgment and the fear of failure. And I feel like that makes me human. Um, Everybody has this fear, I feel like, and it's kind of vain to think that when you put yourself out there that everybody's going to judge you because I promise that everybody is thinking about themselves if they post something on the internet. Um, It's hard not to have that feeling because when you do put yourself out there, you do worry about what other people think of you and that's kind of just a natural reaction. But getting over it by realizing that other people's opinions of you don't matter. What really matters is what you think of yourself and the impression that you leave and the impact that you make. Then the fear of failure, because as I've expressed with earlier in this episode, when I told you guys about my biggest failure as far as higher education goes, it's not the best feeling in the world to feel like you've let not only yourself down, but those around you. And as far as this podcast goes, I feel like if I don't even try, then I'll never know. And I can't really fail unless I try. But Failure is an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to learn. And so I'm trying to change my mindset around that word because at least I got up and tried. Okay, I know these questions only kind of scratched the surface level of who I am as a person. And I hope that you got to know me a little bit better. You know who you're listening to. You feel like you can ask me more questions in the future. I'd like to be able to do another Q&A like this. But thank you for participating. If you share some of the same opinions, if you have different opinions on these subjects, if you relate to anything that I said or you have a personal story to share with me, reach out to me. You can email me at thelifeofacheerleadingcoach at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. To be notified when another episode is posted, visit the link in the show notes to sign up for my newsletter. Don't forget to follow the Life of a Cheerleading Coach on Instagram and Facebook, and be sure to click the listener support button on my anchor page. Thanks again for listening, and go make a difference.